speak of dominant, Claremont have been throughout the opening month of the Waffle season, and Joe Bolton's been fairly dominant. One of the champion modern-day players of the Waffle, and he joins us now. He's not in Perth. He joins us live from Sydney this morning. Uh, g'day, Jai. Morning, fellas. How are you going? Good. Um, how's, um, is it sunny Sydney? Is it wet Sydney? How's Sydney treating you this morning? Yeah, no, it's nice. Um, can't complain. Not, obviously, uh, has nothing on Perth, mate, but uh, yeah. <laughs> Uh, going well over here. Very diplomatic answer. Now you're there for work, so this is the life of a of a waffle footballer. Uh, you get taken away, you you travel for work, so you're there on work this week. Yeah, I am. I'm over here. Uh, we've got a, a resource conference um, over here, and I'm um, just seeing a few clients while I'm over here as well. So um, yeah, took the opportunity, and luckily uh, Ash doesn't mind me missing a couple of training sessions um, while I'm gone for the week. But uh, yeah, back and then uh, get ready to play on Saturday. You were um, you mentioning yesterday that you might actually train with a local team while you're there in Sydney this week. Um, how do the logistics of that work? Is it through contacts? Are you just looking for a club? You just put the feelers out? Yeah, no, I was, um, I've got a few mates who uh, ex claim players as well. Uh, Geordie Law uh, plays uh, at North Sydney. Um, and, yeah, when he saw that I was coming over, uh, he said, yeah, you might as well come down and um, have, a, have a run around. And uh, so, yeah, brought the boots over. Haven't, haven't gone... As of yet, but uh, I might uh, tomorrow night and um, just have a little bit of a run around with them and have a bit of a kick. So, um, yeah, it'd be good to see, uh, to get amongst uh, those guys over here as well. Joe, a, a big game last weekend, 31 points down at the break. What was set a quarter time to change it all? Um, we weren't really happy with how things had gone. Um, it was quite a, it wasn't an aggressive. Uh, speech from Ash by any means um, just more so we need to focus on the things that make us good and what, what we actually do to play football and um, try and get ourselves back into a position where we can where we can win the game um, obviously it was just going to be small steps at a, at a time and um, we said you know, if they can get out to this lead in one quarter then we can drag it back over three so um, let's just try and chip away and um, get ourselves in a position where we can hopefully uh, run over the top of it in the last did you change anything from a structural point of view? Or is Ash one of those coaches that will, will stick with what's worked over the first month of the season and, and back the guys in? Um, so we, we made some small little changes and, and some additional changes, I suppose. But we do that in, in most games anyway, um, depending on conditions and, and certain ways that we think that the, the opposition might be um, getting a hold of us and how we might be able to expose them defensively. So we made, we made small changes. And, yeah, we um, had some guys that are playing in different positions, which is the beauty of our team. We've got some, some uh, guys who can play multiple roles at any given stage um, and give us a different look and, and hopefully change things up. And, Joy, you got loose last week. The previous weeks you've, you've, you've been um, tagged, and I'm sure you've had that done a lot in, in your career. How do you how do you counter that? What what are the tactics you use? Is there discussion with the the coaching staff and other players of how it can be uh, nullified? Yeah, I've been um, tagged a lot over, over my career, I suppose. But this year, um, most games uh, I've, I've been tagged. Um, I was on the weekend as well. Uh, they started with um, off half back, and we just feel as though when that happens, we can manipulate um, certain situations to, to gain an advantage. And whilst I might not be um, having the ball in my hands quite yep. as much, uh, it, it, we're able to manipulate situations so that um, people can get in stronger areas and, and, and release guys into attacking position um, and pull them apart defensively. So that's kind of where, where it goes to. And 
yeah, we've got quite a lot of quite a lot of talent within the team. That um, if I'm not don't have the ball in my hand, um, doesn't necessarily uh, affect us too much. Um, so yeah, uh, then went into the middle and um, you're able to yeah manipulate stoppages too. And, um, you know that you know a guy's going to come with you and you can open up certain areas and uh, expose the opposition in, in that way. So yeah, we've got some different ways to, to deal with it. Um, personally and, and team-wise um, and yeah, just, just go back to, to doing that I suppose. Has Bailey Rogers been exposed to that over a period of time as well or is it sort of a little bit newer for him the tagging situation? Yeah, since I think um, that first year he sort of started playing midfield again he started um, getting getting a few tags um, Yeah, it's so hard to tag um, Bailey as well, just because he he can just go forward and um, beat most guys one on one in the air and, and get dangerous and get on the scoreboard. So um, yeah, he he gets it quite a bit as well. But um, you know you can't tag three four players in in the, in the one team. Otherwise, you're just you're looking too defensive and um, you get dictated to. Mm. Joe Bolton with us, uh, Jules Sandover medalist, four-time Simpson medalist. Uh, we're chatting Claremont's great start to the year, a comeback win over East Perth. East Perth look an improved team this year. You certainly had to work pretty hard to get those four points on the weekend. They look um, a, a genuine contender this year for the top five. Oh uh, yeah, I, I think so too. Um, and yeah, they've got a great coach who was involved in, in Claremont as well, and got a lot of respect for them. And they look like they've um, they've got a really good system going as well as the personnel to execute that. So. Um, they've obviously got a really strong midfield, um, a pretty dominant ruckman. Although Eastie would like to think he had the he had the better of him on the weekend, but they they are a dangerous team. Yeah, there's no doubt. So um, looking forward to, to playing him again later on in the year and probably um, within the within the final series. Um, you mentioned Eastland there. I mean, he's been a big influence for your team. But you, you mentioned it, that the opposition, Scott Jones, he, he was giving him quite a few centimetres in height and that. But the use of his body and the way that he went about it, he's he's just continually on the prove and obviously been rewarded with that state um, position. Yeah, and I think he's been one of the more underrated players in the league for quite some time. Um, he does give up a, a couple of centimetres, but um, he's... A very smart ruckman um, in terms of his craft. He obviously worked really closely with Percy Johnson for many years, who um, was a massive influence to him, and um, not only just with understanding uh, the ruck position and how to be uh, more influential post-ruck uh, contest, um, but also in terms of his training standards. And he leads that um, intensity, that training for us, um, Every, almost every session. So he's a great, he's a great guy for um, our younger guys to look up to, and um, especially our key position players at Ruckman that are aspiring because he's now got a wealth of knowledge and he um, puts that into work every week. So great effort to have, and yeah, I love playing with him. Your depth in your reserves is remarkable. You've got um, Alex Manuel running around. He's kicked three goals, three at the weekend. Stephen Miller's coming back from a knee. He kicked a couple of goals. And there's a few young guys really pressing their claims too. Young Sam Gilby, who could have been drafted if not for a broken leg last year. You've got enviable depth, Jai, at your club at the moment. We do. And we, we, we do have quite a young young list, but they just keep on um, popping up. And, you know, we had uh, Clarky on the weekend as well, um, pop up and he, he played a role and now they're saying that Geelong are probably going to snatch him but um, it, we've just got guys who when, they, when given the opportunity 
based off um, how they've how they've been training and preparing themselves, uh, are just ready to go. And um, yeah, I'm sure it is quite enviable from from other clubs, but we feel as though we've we've built a culture where um, guys really want to get to get to the club, train hard, and get the most out of themselves, and um, be ready to go when when their name gets called. You've got a young guy who made his debut in the reserves at the weekend. Now, I want to see Ash promote him pretty early because he'd be a great name to broadcast. His name is Costia Daylight. He um, he might have some, some potential star, star power about him, young Costia. Yeah, he does. He's got a few tricks as well. He's sold, sold me a bit of candy um, over the preseason, so um, he's hard to catch, and yeah, he's, uh, he's a great kid, so I'm hoping that uh, he keeps uh, on the improving can can help us out at the uh, at senior level uh, in the coming weeks as well. Joe, I think there'd be people listening who'd be scratching their heads wondering how someone with your stat line and your career record wasn't selected in the state squad to head to Adelaide in just over a week. Is it a hard one to fathom yourself? Um, yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, you know, I feel as though I've uh, contributed to the state league, pro- uh, state league program and also... Um, State team over quite a quite a long time, and um, yeah, it was, a, it was a big part of it. And we built a a, a winning culture within that system. Um, obviously, new coach that's come in um, didn't see it the same way, which is which is a shame because I'd love to be a part of it and um, also try and uh, win back the title of the, the best league outside of the AFL. Um, I've got a lot of passion for our for our league and. Um, yeah, to be to be left out is, is very disappointing. But um, yeah, it's not my decision at the end of the day. I've just got to keep playing playing footy for, for Claremont, and um, yeah, hopefully uh, contribute there as much as I can. When you return from Sydney on Friday, Joe, you prepare for Swans on Saturday at Bassendean Oval. You've had um, quite a battle with Swans over many years. You and the opposition, and I think you and the fans. You and you and Swan Districts fans have got a bit of a love hate relationship, don't you? I don't think many fans like me at all. <laughs> Not just uh, Swans. So, um, but yeah, I, I enjoy going out uh, to Bassadine. It's a uh, um, yeah, you know, great feeling that club out there. So um, I love uh, seeing passionate supporters. Um, yeah, it's great for the waffle. We'll look forward to that game on Saturday. Uh, one of the, the games of the round in round number six. Try in the short term. Enjoy Sydney. Thanks for picking up the phone whilst uh, they're working this week. And uh, we'll see you on the weekend in action. Cheers, guys. That's Jai Bolton joining us this morning. A dual Sandover medalist, four-time Simpson medalist. Uh, on work there in, uh, in New South Wales in Sydney for the week. Uh, appreciate him picking up the phone and having a chat to us. A stat line, 32 disposals and a goal last week. So had a real impact in that come well, from I behind win. He, 